everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. This week, it's time for a random Q&A. Sandwich fillings, our biggest pinch me moments, family traditions, and the butt cheeks touching your jeans thong debate. Oh yes, it continues. (laughs) It's all coming up. How are you? I'm good. This I'm is good. an evening recording. Oh, I was going to say, are we, are we mentioning that we're we're going a bit off-piste here with uh, our recording time? I just put it on Instagram stories. Sorry, guys. Oh, did you? I'm a parent. <laughs> My fault. Childcare issues means that we are doing our first ever evening recording. I think we've done an afternoon one and it was weird. Yeah. Like, we both were weird, but this is an evening one. This is like dinner time. Anna's in her time. dressing gown. I'm in dressing gown, guys. <laughs> Lily called me. It's like I, we need to record now. I was like, I'm in my dressing gown. That's that's okay. We can we can make this work. No worries. Sorry, sorry, guys. But uh, you know we're doing it anyway. So anyway, it's nice to see you. How, how's your week been? How was your long bank holiday weekend? You know what? The long bank holiday weekend was so lush. Like the weather was unexpectedly really nice. It was only supposed to be nice on like one day, and then yeah. it was kind of nice all days, which was lovely. Yeah. Um, and really sweet. And obviously in the UK, now we can have people in our gardens. Mm-hmm. So I saw a couple of friends. I sat in a couple of gardens. I found the whole thing terribly exhausting. Yeah. And I think they did too. Everyone's just like, this is really nice. But wow. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm just not used to socializing. Like, no. I, find I have like no chat. And then if I do like get into a chat afterwards, I'm like, oof, that was exhausting. <laughs> That's that conversation. <laughs> I think just for us, for kind of like context, if you're elsewhere in the world, we sort of haven't really been able to do that since kind of October, like early November, October time. There was like a brief bit in December. So basically for the whole of 2021, that has like been off limits. So yeah, I think everyone is like, this is wonderful and so nice. And it's so nice to see people, but like one group chat a day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Has to be limits on these things. We have to ease ourselves back in gently. What yeah. about you? Yeah, it was really nice. We we did our first Easter egg hunt for Grey, which was so sweet. She that loved was so it. cute. Yeah, she really loved it. Um, yeah, just made some nice memories. And like you said, the weather was lovely, and now it's snowing. Cool. No, is it actually? Is it snowing in London? Yep, it's snowing. This time last year, it was so hot and sunny. Sorry, we're talking about the weather. We're so English. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't help myself. <laughs> Shall we get on to a top five? Like, what have you got for us this week? I've got a top of the box. Okay. We watched this film on the weekend. It's one of those films my mum has been telling me forever to watch. And the more my mum tells me to watch something, the more I don't want to watch it because it really annoys me. (laughs) Like, she's always like, this is the best. And I'm like, oh, come on. But it actually really was good. Maybe one for your film club, actually. Oh, okay. It's called Love and Mercy. And it's about Brian Wilson, who's like the founder and leader of the Beach Boys. He's basically like the hub of the Beach Boys. He wrote all the songs and stuff. And I love Brian Wilson. I love the Beach Boys. I walked down the aisle to their music. I know all their songs, but I didn't really know anything about them. I'm a bit embarrassed, actually. I knew nothing about them, nothing about Brian Wilson. And it's all about him. And it flicks between the 60s, like the past, and the 80s, the present, and in the 60s, he's like right in the hub of in the moment of like Beach Boys becoming huge. And he's also learning about his psychosis, which is really interesting. And then in the 80s, like the present day, he's basically under the control of this like crazy therapist. It's a bit like the Britney Spears thing. He's like controlled yes. by this doctor. 
and I just didn't know any of this. It's really sad. It's amazing. And it's it's a really cool, it's really, really good film. Okay. This is really weird, but this was actually a film club pick maybe like six weeks ago. Oh my God. So you've watched it? I watched it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wish I I'd known that before it. I went off on this. How no. weird is that? No, you needed to describe it for the listeners. I was Did you like it? I really liked it. It went down really well with Film Club. Again, one of those things, like we all know the Beach Boys, but we didn't really know the story behind them. Yeah. Um, my friend Flora picked it. Oh, How I love Brian you- Wilson, but I didn't know any of that. And it made me so sad as someone who I love his music so much. I was just like, wow, that is crazy that I didn't know that. And all his brothers and cousins and stuff in the band, like didn't stop it and couldn't stop it. And it was just, oh, it's mad. He went through a lot. But then the story of like how he is yeah. now. Like, he's still that- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I no, know. No, you don't want to give it away. You don't want to give it away. Um, but yeah, how funny. You said love and mercy. And I was like, this really rings a bell. Yeah, I mean, he's a genius. <laughs> he is a genius. Um, yeah, so that that's all I've got this week. A top of the box. What about you? Okay, I have a follow on from last week's one that you gave which was a show and tell was the Fenty Easy Drops I think we were both sent I think it's Eavesdrop oh Eavesdrop yeah and I got a DM and I was like thank you you're the first person to call it Eavesdrop and not Easy Drop <laughs> <laughs> so I had to correct you there because that person would get I annoyed guess, like, I guess Eavesdrop it's meant to be like Eavesdrop oh yeah like Eavesdrop yeah, yeah okay, yeah, okay yeah. cool get where you were coming from Rihanna very go on, sorry go on. Um, I don't know what shade you use but I use the shade 5 oh 6 but 5 would probably okay. work as well 5 was like quite a good match for me Um, it was so interesting yeah you know when you use a base and you're like this is really unusual and kind of unlike anything else that I've used yeah it's, it's like blurring isn't it it, it is blurring it, you are I think you said it was a bit like Chanel Vitalumia Aqua I didn't, but that sounds like good. I'll, I'll take, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> Definitely seen someone compare it to that. And I was like, oh, that is a good shout. Yeah. Because I would say it's not particularly dewy. No. It's it's not, but I wouldn't say it's mattifying. It's just kind of skinny. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Skin-like. Skin-like. But I like that you could add, I could add halo scope to it for yeah. a bit of like glow. I she, think doesn't, would... she doesn't mean halo scope. Oh, I always <laughs> Future dew. <laughs> <laughs> Someone commented on my video the other day and they were like, it's not an Anna video unless she mispronounces Future Jew's Halo Scope every time. Every time. Future Jew is just like not in my head. But you could mix it. You could yeah, make I a do that. mix and it would get really glowy. Yeah. But just a really interesting texture. I was like, ooh. It disappears quite fast. It still looks good. Yeah, yeah, it does. I find it disappears quite fast. I put some on my brush and I'm like, quick, quick, quick. Because otherwise you can't like get it on. I did fingers. Yeah, but then what do you do? Okay, I watched your video the weekend and you're like, putting your foundation on with your fingers. I'm like, well, now what do you do? Do you have to go to the bathroom and wash your hands? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, annoying. You've got an ensuite. I just can't be bothered (laughs) to walk to the bathroom. Very much like I have to say like ensuite privilege. Like I've never had an ensuite before in my life. And I'm just like, this is amazing. I can can walk two steps. I used to keep wipes in my makeup drawer. I need to do that again because I've stopped... Fa- applying any foundation with my hands for that reason so or like annoying. a towel or a flannel that you can yes. keep to the side and just sort of get the remnants off with but I really liked it it was really unusual and it, it made me want to play around with it more but I do have a watch like share repeat for the week Ooh. Um, Louisa Hat we both love her on Instagram she recommended a YouTuber this weekend and I was just like oh, I love when people recommend a new YouTuber because mm. I feel like people are really good at recommending Instagrammers but not YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And the YouTuber was Sierra Parker. Oh, she is so cool. She is so cool. I love when you find someone new and you have to watch like a good solid four videos. Yeah. You have to get a feel, right? You have to get a feel for kind of what they're about, what their style is. Mm-hmm. She mainly does style stuff, but she also does sort of vlogging. Um, she lives in New York. 
she's so cool. She does like thrifting. She's really into designery, but making it her own, finding stuff on the real real, like finding a good bargain, just very cool styling videos. I really, really loved her vibe. And I just, yeah, I watched like four videos in a row. I was like, cool, oh, yeah, that. great, found someone new. So Sierra Parker, we'll link her in the show notes for this. If you need a cool new YouTuber, definitely one to follow. Amazing, thank you. There you go. Right, should we get going then with our random Q&A, which is always very random, but I like these. They're very casual. It fits with our our evening <laughs> relaxed recording. It's super casual. Also, Lily prepped for this episode. We kind of like take it in turns. And I was just like going through and I just, I loved what you picked. <laughs> I love the edit that you've done here of the questions. I thought it was a very, it's a very funny mix. It was like, it was making me Did laugh. Did I pick them? There's one yes. that I'm like, I don't even know the answer for that. But um, <laughs> let's just go with it. The first one is... You know, it sets the theme. Very yeah, random. Sets the tone. Yeah. Katie asks, "What's your top pick a mix sweet choice?" <coughs> okay. Okay. I have a feeling that something that I really love, you hate. Or no, something I really hate, you love. But we'll get to that in a bit. For me, it's all about fizzy sour, like a like a fizzy cola bottle, a fizzy dummy. But I really like the vegetarian version of these sweets. So they're not so chewy. You can kind of bite through them. Yeah, but you don't get those in like, let's talk about, we're talking about like cinema pick a mix. The vegetarian, like it's like a veggie Percy pig. They're the best, but we don't get like, oh, you know, like, you know, it's like you go into plastic bits and it's like all the pick You've got to get right? your real like pork gelatin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the sour, I agree. Sour, sour red licorice, but like the ones that are rolled Ooh. up. I always get one Ooh. of those. It's like a treat because it's like a big sweet. Yeah, I just love anything that's sour like that. Or if I was at the cinema, that with a sweet popcorn or even toffee popcorn, that's like ultimate for me. With, oh, the tango. They're not called tango. They're like the ice blast things. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Like the fizzy slush puppies. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dentists must like (laughs) cry at those. Yes, I have a root canal. (laughs) Oh, my God. Cinema. Can you imagine going to cinema now and like having a pick and mix? Oh, my God. Um, Amazing. The sour cola bottles, I have to say, I'm, I think I disagree there because I just find them too small and too dense. That it's just like <laughs> a bit uncomfortable to eat. Well, you can have a flying saucer. Oh no, that's like eating cardboard, isn't it? <laughs> I would, like I would them, eat them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to have a good mix. Like if we're going to talk about the popcorn thing, I would 100% yeah. get salt popcorn always, but then like s- scatter in some <laughs> minstrels. That is oh, the best yes, combination of You've all done time. That. You've done that before. Always. We've been to the cinema. Always. Yes. I like buy a packet yes. and I like share them out. Yeah, it's the salty and the sweet. Mm. Um, <laughs> pick a mix. Prawns or ears. I used to think they were ears, but they're prawns. See, this is where we disagree. I love foamy. the foam. I love foamy. them. No, no. They're I my really number one. The and do you like the bananas? Love, love oh, the bananas. No. <laughs> foam pick a mix sweets no. are my top tier. Top tier. Top tier? 100%. More than sour sweets. Yeah, yeah. The combination wow. is good. I'll always get the red licorice, sour red licorice to go with it. But yeah, always the prawns, ears, mushrooms. Oh, oh no. Yeah. No. I love the texture and the, they're not too sweet. Wow. What about like your least favorite? For me, it's the, it's the prawns, it's the bananas. Ugh. Really? Sorry, yeah, foamy just don't do not do it for me. Do you know the ones you? I always avoid, like, I'm always just like, oh, they're so dull. 
the white chocolate with like the hundreds of thousands on them. The like, jazzies. I love the jazzies. I just don't want chocolate in my pick and mix. That's not the vibe. That's not a sweet. <laughs> That's Mark's favourite. He loves the jazzy. Yes, we love no. those. Also, like black licorice can just go to the bin. Yeah, I agree. And like bubblegum flavour, like the blue oh. stuff. Bubblegum flavoured anything. It's too, no. too artificial. No, no. We're not, we're not 10 years old anymore. We can stop pretending that we like bubblegum flavoured things. Yeah. yeah. And then like you said, <laughs> flying saucers, I always think I like them and then I'm like... You know, <laughs> I wonder if flying saucers are a universal thing, or if anyone out of the UK is like doing a Google on their phone. Oh right my god! Now. Imagine <laughs> someone on the Facebook group did like a swap of like, you know, you get those massive tubs of flying saucers. It's just like eating like rice paper, isn't it? Yeah, it's like eating air with a bit of sherbet. Oh my god! Do you remember eating those like long sherbet sticks at school, and you'd like pour them, <laughs> but then you'd have to yes. do it all in one because as soon as your spit gets there, it would get stuck, and you couldn't get the rest out. <laughs> <Horrible>. <laughs> Those little like green yeah. and pink sherbet <laughs> yeah. sticks. Yeah, they were quite cool. They had to be cool to have those. I was not cool enough. Oh my God, sorry, I'm going so <laughs> off topic, but I saw a video on TikTok the other day. Someone gave their little kid like pop rocks. Oh, yes. To see their reaction. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> the kid was literally like, and it was like, they were so shocked. Oh, I love pop rocks. Sorry, wow, I really want some sweets now. I love that question. Oh my gosh, yes. It was a great, it was a great starter. Uh, Milika asked, uh, this is this is for me. Oh, this is a question for me. Oh yeah. I've just watched your kitchen tour video and I wonder if being minimal is more challenging now when you have more space and long-term plans for living in the house. Ooh, interesting. Juicy. I, you know what? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the short answer to this question. Yes. Because... Yeah, you have more space, so you spread out. Mm. And also you have a bit more space, so you kind of need to fill it. Or else it looks like you live in a museum. Yeah. I don't want to look like I live in a museum. You want it to look homely and cozy and, you know, feel like it's lived in. I think more more like the challenge is not to rush things and be okay with, like, basically every single room is not finished and won't be finished for ages, and that's completely fine. Instead of having this urge to buy furniture and fill rooms and like I'm cool I'm cool I'm like we're just taking our time that's okay like we'll we'll, we'll get there in the end there's another question about that later on actually um process but yeah I guess if you have like a bigger wardrobe you're like oh we've got space for that one more jacket or like (laughs) bigger kitchen you could like have two types of plates yes yeah yeah it is it's trickier but there's still there's still part of me that like doesn't love clutter and I yeah. don't enjoy having like a lot of things and I want things to be organized. So that it's finding it's finding a balance of having that, but also making sure it doesn't look like I live in a museum. One day I bet you're gonna have like a Monica cupboard. I'm gonna open your understairs <laughs> cupboard and it will just be like kids' scooters. We do like, have a room that I don't like to go in, but I blame it on Mark. I, every time I go in, I'm like, oh bloody hell, it's been time base again. It's time base again. <laughs> Claudia asked, favorite sandwich? Simple. Oh, okay. See, Lily's written like some little sub questions under here. And I just, the first one made me laugh. I can totally imagine that you, but you ma- wrote this. Oh, I wrote yes. this? Yes. No. 100%. 100% you wrote this, by the way. Oh my God, actually, I must have written it because I said, I said, I can totally imagine that you, aka Lily, I did, you're right. <laughs> Um, or a make your own sandwich person but could you stomach a pre-made one 
Because I'm very fussy about sandwiches, you're I have fe- to say. You're so fussy. And I like love Pret and you're always like, ew. I just, I'm not a big sandwich fan. Neither, neither is Grey. Like she obviously gets it from me. <laughs> the only sandwich I can eat that's like standard sandwich is M&S tuna and sweet corn. That's the only one I like. <laughs> and even that's sometimes too peppery for me. Um, I only like a sandwich if it's like, yeah, like you said, like homemade or like on ciabatta or a bagel <laughs> or uh, something different. I just don't like like a white bread sandwich. It's too bready. I'm just not not a big sandwich person unless it's like a really amazing, like big, interesting sandwich. I love it. Lily's like, I'll eat it if it's some ciabatta. <laughs> or a panini or a bagel or anything other than just like white bread. Oh, see, I love, oh, I love a sandwich. It's I just, love a pre-made, I love a pre-made sandwich. I don't love a pre-made sandwich. I really don't. You sound like my grandma. My grandma, she doesn't understand. She's like, and people buy a sandwich that is ready made. She's like, they're so expensive. Like, mate, you sound like a girl. She just doesn't get it, bless her. She just thinks it's crazy that people would buy a sandwich instead of just making their own and taking it into work. If I had to pick my like favorite sandwich, so say I like went into a sandwich bar, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. And they were like, what do you want? I'd be like, okay, ciabatta, yeah. toasted, has to be toasted. Like, I don't want this like cold, dry bread. Okay. Toasted with like mayonnaise because I don't like butter in sandwiches. That's a massive no-no for me. It's just like, you can taste it and it's overpowering and unnecessary. So like yeah. the mayonnaise is like the wet bit. Yeah. Mayonnaise, salad, maybe like a chicken or a ham, some sort of like meat and then avocado. Um, that's probably all right. Like four things, like a mayonnaise, a salad, a meat and an avocado. See, we, this now sounds ridiculous and we're going down a real tangent here. But one time, one time when we were in LA, <laughs> we oh went to a gosh. place called Mendocino Farms. Yes. And we had, it was like chicken and- Was it pork and, belly? Did I imagine that? Was oh, that you time? had a different one. I think oh. you had a different one. I had it, it was chicken with a ranchy dressing. Ooh. But the, be- the best bit was it had, had a honey roasted, cr- like crumbly almond. Oh, wow. Do you remember? That's the sort of sandwich I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't want it, like a pre-made sandwich. I want that. It, it was so good. And bizarrely, when Mark and I went on a road trip and we ended up in San Francisco, we walked many, many, many blocks just so we could. And it was like in the middle of the financial district as well. <laughs> like we were basically eating our lunch with all these banker people who were on their lunch break. And Mark, and I was like, this is the best sound, like the best kind of pre-made sandwich I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> And Mark agreed with me. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, that is that's what I mean. I love I, I love a prep Christmas dinner. I love an M and S. Um, I used to love an M and S chicken and bacon. Not so much these days. Maybe chicken and stuffing. Um, yeah, I I love an M and S one. I love a prep one. Even just a plain old egg mayonnaise, I would. <sighs> Lily yeah. is looking horrified by all of yeah. these. Like, what's your like worst absolute? Would not touch it with the barge pole filling. Something that has a cold sausage in it. <laughs> when it's yeah. like a break, like a breakfast, I'm like, oh no, a um, cold sausage. No, no, no. I'm not a massive fan of the sound of like a coronation chicken. Although I actually think I would probably like it, but it, the sound and the colour always puts me off. Oh, coronation chicken is like. See, I'm just not fussy with my sandwiches. I feel like I also need to say justice for Quiznos that was very briefly in the UK. 
And there was a Quiznos in Churchill Square. And I used to have the chicken ranch. And it was to- like toasted, toasted baguette with like grilled cheese and then some shredded lettuce and ranch dressing and chicken and really, really crispy bacon. And it was so good. Mm. And then it closed down. It's very sad. Sad times. Maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe I should open my own sandwich shop that's like no boring sandwiches allowed. Ciabatta only. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like in Coyote Ugly when they when they ask for water. If someone asked for an egg mayonnaise, you'd be like, hell, hell no. no, egg mayonnaise. <laughs> oh dear. Kimberly asked, every big holiday I take, I buy a new perfume to wear for the entirety of that trip. I will then some days put that perfume back on and the memories of that trip come flooding back. Such nostalgia. It's a little way of capturing those memories and reliving them. I'm currently thinking about scent for my wedding day. Do either of you do the same? And what perfumes or scents bring back memories for you both? I love this. This is such a you question. I love it. And I'm really fussy with perfumes. And I've... (laughs) Lily, fussy. (laughs) (laughs) No. But I remember before my wedding being like, no, I'm just going to wear my favorite perfume. Like, that's what I'm, it's really cool. I'm just going to wear my, you know, my favorite perfume. And then actually I had like a consultation thing with Joe Malone and they were explaining this, exactly what you're saying, that actually if you wear a slightly different scent, then whenever you smell that, it will remind you of that day. And I really loved that. And it's true. If I just wore my normal perfume, then I wouldn't have a smell that instantly takes you back to that day. So I ended up like mixing my, one of my favorite scents, which was Jo Malone, Blackberry and Bay. And then I mixed it with their other scent, Nutmeg and Ginger. And now whenever I smell that, we've got like one in the bathroom downstairs. It just like instantly takes you back to that day. And I love it so much. So it's definitely a good idea to change it up a bit. That's so nice. I knew that you'd have some elaborate (laughs) blend and honestly, I would have to look back at a video that I did at, around the time of getting married because I can't remember. I can't remember for the life of me what I wore. But I think that is such a nice thing to do. And also, this is not sponsored, but Jo Malone do do lovely like pre-wedding yeah. packages and you can go in store and they make a real fuss of you. Yeah, and now he had like the body cream on, unless it like lasted longer, and we had some yeah. of the candles there. Yeah, it was really nice. But I, I just, ha- I really have that with perfumes. Like, I will smell Dolce and Gabbana light blue, and I oh. instantly <laughs> be taken back to like being fourteen on a like school trip to Italy, like so random. But I bought one in the airport when I was there, and that was like one of my teenage scents. That and Armani L in like gold bottle. I don't. Oh, I don't know what that those one are. My is. two teenage scents, and like. If I smell them now, I just instantly feel like a teenager. Oh, see, for me, CK1. Oh, yeah. I would I would still wear that now. That's actually still very reminiscent of the type of fragrances that I like, that very citrusy kind of light scent. But then also I loved J-Lo Glow. <laughs> I loved J-Lo Glow. It was fruity. It had a little braid around the bottle that you could also wear. Like I was, I was so into my J-Lo Glow. And also back in the day, you could get that for maybe like 15 pounds. I just, I can't. I, that's what I'm most, my most hated fragrances are like the Britney Spears and those sort of things. I mean, even, even CK1s like I can't, any that you would like find in a beauty hall. I just find them all so powdery and sweet and they all Stella, just so overpowering. Yeah, that is the most I like, that one. like, I don't know how well the word to describe it. That That's maybe I can wear that one. But other than it's that, like, like Molecule elevated. 01. Yeah, 
I love essential eccentric molecule molecule oh, oh one. Oh, if you've I never smelled that, that perfume, it's so nice. I love that one. I love Glossier U. Yeah. I really like the um clean reserve fragrances as well. They're very good if you just like very like simple fragrances, mm. like non-headachey ones. And what's so that brand? Maison. Oh, I don't know. I never know how you pronounce it. They do like Sunday. Sunday in a duvet. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Sunday the duvet, like Friday at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what I mean. I know the one you They're mean. They're nice, but for me, I would I would stay away from something that was that felt really heavy or really must like really musky. Yeah, that's also not my style. What about you? Yeah, no, definitely. I love anything like figgy and earthy and blackberry. Those I'm sort actually, of things. I'm really proud it took you this long to say fig. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> talking about fragrance thanks all right emily has asked traditions new and old did your families do anything special for birthdays and what about anniversaries i really like what lily is doing with gray on supporting a charity each month thank you for anyone who doesn't know what she is talking about um we copied what friends of ours do with their kids um it's actually more something that will be relevant as she gets older but basically every month as a family, we choose a different charity to donate to. If we you know whether it's £10 or £100, depending on the month or whatever. But we thought it's a good opportunity, like every month as Grey gets older, to kind of sit down and talk her through like a charity and what they do. And it's kind of a way of talking about like topical issues without having making it kind of boring. Yeah. And it also teaches her like things about being charitable and stuff. So, and as she gets older, she'll help us choose. So I started kind of sharing it on my Instagram a bit as well. Yeah, so last month we did Duty to Care. But actually, I haven't got one for April yet. If anyone has any recommendations, like feel free to share on the Facebook group. Always looking for new charities and stuff to learn about. I think that's such a nice idea and something that Grey will really remember. And yeah, you're teaching her the act of giving and being selfless in that way. I think that's so nice. Yeah, I hope so. So nice. But yeah, do you, do your family, does your family have any traditions? Do you know what? I was thinking about this question and I was like, I feel like any tradition that we have had, I mean, it's just all gone out the window, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, all of these like things that we would, actually normally we go to the Lake District once yeah. a year. My family are obsessed with the Lake District. Um, and we normally go in April. So we missed last year's one and we've sadly missed this year's one. Um, but Mark's family loved to go to Devon like once a year so there's that so we, we have to kind of we juggle we do like one one year with my family one year with Mark's family and we take it in turns so that's kind of like a traditional holiday thing but in terms of like little cute things I want to start doing more little cute things yeah you know? well I think when you get to our age you start thinking like you kind of make new ones for your own family because you get kind of older and then you can't do you like like you know the little like height measuring thing oh I did you ever do that that was really controversial in my family because my (laughs) we did it yeah we did do this and we did it on the corner of my sister's wardrobe and then one day she decided that she hated me and so she ripped off all my mum used to put them on with a little bit of like masking tape and she ripped off all of my measurements oh my god sisters are so mean sisters are so mean but then my mum and mum was like ha actually underneath I'd like put a little dot on the actual like cupboard so jokes on you Megan I can just like put them all back up 
Um, but yes, we did do the the height thing. And it was it was always a bit of a competition because I've always been taller than my sister. Well, you're older than her, so that's all right. No, but even like, it was like Megan, three years, Anna, three years. Like I've just always been taller. <laughs> oh, so right. every year it was like, ha, still taller than you, still taller oh, than you. God. Like, yeah, sisters are, sisters are mean, man, they're mean. <laughs> We have like a one for grey, but it's like a big wooden ruler. So you can write on the ruler instead of... Because then if you like move house, you can take it with you. That seems like a much better Yeah, I, I wanted to do it. And then I was like, if I do it on a door frame, like we'll have to take the door frame with us if we move. Um, so yeah, that that's quite a cute little tradition. I'm trying to think what else my family had. Like it's not a tradition. Like me and my dad used to always go on these little bike rides together. I'd sit on the back of his bike and he'd sing like the same song every time we went down to the park. And like, Aww. that's quite a cute little thing. Um, I've so tried cute. to start this new tradition since I was probably like in my mid-twenties. I don't always remember, but most years I do. When it's my birthday, I like to buy my mum a gift. And I think- That I is got, so cute. I think as I got older, I just started to realise how weird birthdays are that you're celebrating that you did nothing, like you were just born. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Every year my mum's like, it was this time where I started going to labour. And I think the older I got and the more I learned about like giving birth, I was like, why are people giving me a present? This is wild. So I like to, even it's just a little Aww. candle or something, I like to give my mom something. I think yeah. that's so cute. And also, I guess, like, now you've given birth, you're just like, whoa, that shit's intense. Like, here yeah. you go, mom. Like, well done. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I should start doing it. I feel like a lot of people will listen to that and be like, I'm going to start doing that for my mom. Because I think it's a, nice, it's a nice touch. Do you guys have, like, a go-to birthday cake or something? Oh, Absolutely. My mum does, it's so funny, I can just message my mum and be like, mum, what's your recipe for pastry? And she's like, well, it's two ounces of this and two, and like, she just knows it off the top of her head. Like, this is a sponge recipe that she has used since the dawn of time. Like, she would just be able to reel it off to me. So it's just, it's a very, it's just a Victoria sponge. It's nothing special, just a Victoria sponge. But my mum, in a run up to someone's birthday, she keeps a notepad by her bed and then it comes to her in the night what she needs to make for that person. And so she'll like, she'll be like, oh, okay, um, dad's really into fishing at the moment. So I'll make him a cake in the shape of a fish. And she's oh, like, God. you know what I mean? She wants to do, she lo- loves to do, she That's loves so to do sweet. things in the shape of things. Like when I was really into burgers, she made me a cake in the shape of a burger. Like Whatever oh. we were into, she would try her hardest to make it into that shape. And she would, it would come to her before bed. So she'd keep her little notepad there so she could like oh, sketch so it out. Sweet. <laughs> I love that. What about you? We always had, growing up, we always had a chocolate cake with Smarties on top. Oh, nice. But then like also whenever there's, we always do birthday teas. Whenever it's someone's birthday that weekend, we'll do like a Sunday afternoon tea and everyone like gets, goes together and my mum will always make an apple cake. It was like my grandpa's oh, favourite cake. She cake. has the best. It's a Mary Berry recipe. Um, yeah, always an apple cake. Single cream. Oh, I love that. Mm. We have got quite into the Mary Beth. I think it's Mary Berry. Maybe it's the Lorraine. Oh, what's the second name? Pascal? Lorraine. Yeah, Lorraine Pascal. I think she does a Malteser cake. And my mum, my mum is really into making that, but she's Where like- you cover them with Maltesers? Yes. Oh, do you know what you yes. should do? Jojo did this, a Malteser cake, and then around the edges, put, um, what are they called? Like there's chocolate fingers. Are they actually called chocolate fingers? I think they're called chocolate fingers. Yeah, put those around the edge. It makes it look really <sighs> impressive. 
every year I think I think there's quite a lot of layers to it it's maybe like a four layer cake and everything oh my and my mum is like they've come out looking like slippers I'm so sorry and it's like <laughs> it's the tastiest cake but my mum will always apologise as she gives it to you she's like it's not turned out how I wanted it's like mum you've been making cakes like literally my whole entire life it tastes delicious wow <laughs> I feel like this question from Laura is really it's really singing to me yes how do you stop yourself from getting overwhelmed in a house renovation? I have a problem with wanting to move 100 miles per hour, especially in a pandemic. It's not that easy. And it makes me feel quite overwhelmed. Thank you. And I feel bad. I mean, we did live in our house for six months before doing it up. But I do, but because we did it all in one go, I feel like I'm part of the problem and that I make it look like, you, like everyone, not everyone does that. We chose to do no. it up and not everyone does that. Did you see Victoria's post? the other day i missed it no victoria shared a post uh about like how being on instagram just sometimes just makes you want to feel like you want to redecorate your house all the time it's really hard to just like remind yourself that you could just love your home it doesn't matter if it's like because interior designers are constantly redecorating their home it's like part of what they do so all you see on instagram is people redecorating their home so i think it can be quite overwhelming but go on you're literally in the same position like how do you stop yourself from just wanting to just get it all done like now I mean, budget, <laughs> that stops me going, that definitely stops us going 100 miles per hour because it's like, we, we can't, like we physically can't afford to do everything we, that we want to do in one go. It just wouldn't be viable at all. Um, and also it is so overwhelming. Like I found, for anyone who doesn't follow me on Instagram, we basically had our windows renovated and it took six weeks and that was every single window in our whole house being taken out and like sanded down and reglazed and the frames were all like taken back to the wood and repainted like it was such a a much bigger job than I anticipated I just found it hard because normally you can escape like I remember having the bathroom redone when we were in the flat I mean that was really fun there was literally one toilet and we were getting that toilet (laughs) redone I had to go to the local supermarket whenever I needed a wee (laughs) it was really that was really fun but I was able to hide and I was able to escape or go around my parents or go to a coffee shop for the morning or just be able to get out the house and obviously in a pandemic you can't you're sort of very stuck and I found that so much harder of just like cool we just have to sit here and grin and bear it as the sanding goes on for the sixth hour of the day Um, So it is, it just is really (laughs) overwhelming. I would just say the feeling when it's done, whatever step that you're working on feels so good. And you really have to remind yourself at that moment, like there is nothing better than when the work is complete, the snagging is done and you get to have a deep clean of your house. And it almost feels like your house is brand new again, even if it's just like one little thing that you've done. Um, So just try and focus, focus on the end goal. You can't do everything hundred miles per hour, especially because at the moment, it's just tricky. I feel like tradespeople are really booked up. Um, everyone wants to do stuff to their house because they've just been in the house for many, many months now. So you kind of can't. You sort of just have to take it slow and try and focus on the on the end game. Also, I would say like, don't give yourself these like timelines because that's what I did and I kind of regret it and I still do it now. I find it really hard not to, but I would be like, right, we're going to live in this house for X amount of years. And if I want to have a baby in this year and I want to do this and that year, then I need to do this by then. And it's like, ah, you constantly feel like you're like racing with time and yeah. you, can't, you never just stop and enjoy living in the moment. Yeah. So try not to do that. <laughs> you kind of can't. Like Mark and I have sort of, 
decided we were getting like our flint wall replaced at the moment and then we're kind of done we're like you know what let's enjoy the summer let's mm. like we didn't really do that last year so let's just take a moment and let's try and enjoy the house enjoy being able to have people come around enjoy having people to come and stay like let's just chill you're so right like you're so lucky to have a roof over your head so enjoy it and, and bask in that a bit you know mm-hmm. holly asks what is your biggest pinch me moment could you think of something for this? Aside from having Grey, which is obviously my biggest pinch me moment when I was just like, what the hell is the world? <laughs> um, mine was probably, the first thing that came to mind was after I did my book, I went back to my parents' house and there was a surprise party for me. And I was genuinely surprised. I had no idea. All my friends were there and my family and they like made me like a huge life-size version of my book and a cake and like so Aww. much effort had gone in. And I wasn't, it wasn't pinched me because of the book. Like the book has kind of felt irrelevant. It was like a pinch me of like, oh my God, I'm so lucky that I've got my all these family and friends and like, who cares? It was just such a lovely moment and a lovely thing and I feel like that was just a real like wow all these people are really nice and they really care about me oh that's so nice it's actually <laughs> my dream to have a surprise party anyone listening anyone listening <laughs> it's my dream that would be impossible to, to have surprise a surprise you. party <laughs> <laughs> how would you get you out? it couldn't be at your house we wouldn't be able to get you at the house <laughs> true you would be able to get you at the house that's so funny that you've got Okay, I don't want to say mine now. It was yours like meeting Nick Carter or something. You haven't met yeah, Nick I think you were there for this moment. Oh my God, it was so many, 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 many moons ago. I think you were there. We'd gone for Mexican food, a restaurant. I had to Google the name. It's called La Bodega Negra. It's in Soho. I have no <laughs> idea who we were there. Oh, I think I was with... very close with my guests, wasn't I? I? Think, yeah, you were. <laughs> I think we were maybe there with it was a brand meeting thing, the founder of like Urban Decay or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then as we walked out, we heard <laughs> this voice and I was just like, oh my God, I know that voice. Like, that is amazing. And we turn around and it's Jerry freaking Halliwell. It's Jerry Halliwell. She's putting okay, her coat so I was in the close coat check. The voice. <laughs> That's so funny. She's putting her coat in the coat check and she was so fabulous like what she was wearing was amazing like everyone, fur coat yeah she had this huge fur coat on didn't she and like a little sparkly dress on underneath yeah and it was it, it really wasn't that kind of restaurant and and everyone was just oh my it felt like she knew the people there it was it was a real like oh my god this is <laughs> that is hilarious hilarious but we, we stood about three meters away from jerry hallowell like if you had told nine-year-old me that that would happen i mean yeah <laughs> If I'm okay, if I'm going down the like sentimental route, I will say on our wedding day when we did the pub quiz and all of our closest, nearest and dearest, yeah, was in our front room. Like people were like, there was thirty people in our front room. People were sat on the floor, sat on the coffee table, sat on top of each other. Like it was hot, it was sweaty, and we did a pub quiz. And I've got like a panoramic photo that I took in that moment, and I just always think that it's so funny. Oh. It's so funny to see you next to my grandma, <laughs> next to my mom, next to like my friends from uni. You know what I mean? Like when you see, see now you know together. why I love like introducing people because there's nothing better than seeing people you like love like liking each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the best thing. It's so nice yeah. when people now like still ask about each other, and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. 
All right, Sophie asks, you've both traveled a lot and as someone who hasn't, I'd really appreciate some tips on how to get the most out of a holiday or visiting a new country, planning time, but still being able to be spontaneous, if that makes sense. Since the end of the pandemic is finally on the horizon, I'm thinking 2022, God, where's the year gone? I was about to say 2020, will be (laughs) my year to explore since I've done so little in my life. Yes, Sophie. I love that for you. Love that plan. 2022 is going to be your year for travel. I would say the older I've got, the more I've planned my holidays. Yeah, you're quite planning. You're quite like tour. You have like guidebooks, don't you? Yeah, well, I, I think... I think we've now discovered that we quite like a holiday that takes in multiple places. We never used to do that. We used to be like a, especially when I was younger and stuff, we'd like go to, you know, one hotel and be like, cool, that's where we're going to plant ourselves for like the whole time. But ever since we went on our honeymoon to New Zealand and we went to like various different places, we're now like, oh, that's quite nice to kind of go to a new country and maybe stay at two places or three places and get a car and drive between. And I don't know, you just get to see like a little bit more that way. And I think if you do do that, there has to be a bit more planning than if you're just going to go to somewhere and, you know, you plan to kind of stay in the resort, stay in the hotel the whole time. But even with like a city break, I like to, I like to find travel guides from people who, whose taste I appreciate and I like, and I feel like we have similar tastes. And just to make a list, even if it's, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm going to go to this restaurant on this night and make a booking for this night. It's more like I like to have a list. So it's like lunchtime and you're in Lisbon and I like to have a list to go to and be like, cool, these are 10 places that people have recommended. Like, I mean, I'm revolving this around food because that's what we love to do when we go away. But I I like having that, like having a bit of a short list, like taking travel guides and then people that I know, recommendations from people that I know, travel guides from people online kind of mushing them all together and then making my own travel guide so that I'm not stuck for ideas or like stuck for where to go have breakfast. Yeah, I think that's spot on. Like I'm, I'm the same. And I always ask for recommendations for people I know whose tastes I trust. Like my uncle travels a lot for work, so I'll always ask him. And I think if you're going for like a bigger trip, say like if you're going to like Thailand for two months, I tended to just kind of book the big changes so say I'm going yeah. from like one island to the other I'd book like the first two nights at that new island and then like see how I feel about the place and you can always stay longer or go somewhere else it's like the the it's like the getting between that you need to yeah. book but then when you're there you can be more flexible um but yeah I think what Anna said was spot on just take all the recommendations write them down so it's really easy to just be like oh we're here what's good here and sometimes you might off that list you might think wow these are the three places that I really want to eat or these are the three things that I really want to do and you read up on it a bit and actually it's really hard to get tickets or it's really hard to get a reservation. So I will book those things in advance. So, and then, then you can kind of hang your day off of them and you can be like, oh, well on day one, we've got dinner booked at that restaurant. So we're going to be in that area. We want to be in that area in the afternoon. Oh, there's a museum nearby. Like, I don't know. I, I really like to plan because I never want to come back and feel like I didn't, like I missed out. Yeah. I mean... FOMO. That's, that's the other thing with traveling. It's like, you don't want to get FOMO. You have to enjoy it. But yeah, I like making my own little travel guides. Oh, I would just love to travel. do that South Africa trip that we were meant to do last year. That is where oh. I would go. Oh, the restaurants. We had the most amazing like place booked for like wine tasting. 
Oh, no, that's such a tease. I dream about a place in Mallorca, um, a tapas bar. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it was just so good. And Mark and I, I could have just eaten the gazpacho there, just like on tap. It was so good. Deb, I think Debs has been there, actually. I think Debs knows what I'm talking about. It was it was so good. And I just want to go, <laughs> I would quite happily just go to Mallorca, go to this tapas place, come home. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'd go yeah. to Lisbon. There's a Mexican restaurant where you like drink cocktails outside in a bag. If anyone knows of that place, I'd go there as well and then come back. That must be a thing because in Lisbon, I stood on a pavement and had, um, oh gosh. Yeah, like this cocktail. I can't remember what like it was In a little plastic bag. With a it wasn't in a bag, but like they basically just fed you cocktails outside. And then like we waited for our table for three hours. We were both really quite pissed by the time. Oh, we- was it Mexican food? <laughs> it was a ceviche restaurant. Oh, I think it's the same place. <laughs> Is it the same place? I think so. Oh, a pisco. It was a pisco sour. Oh, maybe. Oh, so. Oh, my gosh. Oh. This is making us very hungry. Guys, it's dinner time. Dinner time. <laughs> Anna asks, favorite and most hated household chore? You mean, you know, I don't do many chores, but I, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm terrible. But I just, I love all the organizing part. I love, you know, clearing like, out, the clearing out and the organizing. I'm just, I don't like that, like the cleaning. <laughs> they're two different things. come on no one does really i mean i'm not talking like i love like a hinge cleaning i love like cleaning the surface i don't like cleaning a toilet does I... anyone apart from mark <laughs> i was gonna say apart from mark he's currently really into and um, polishing the brass fixtures on our front door <laughs> and he is obsessed like he he brings it he like brings it to me and he's like look at this bit of progress that i've made and it's like the size of a 1p coin i'm like oh well it looks so good and he's like spent like 30 minutes (laughs) he loves the task um i i do love hoovering vacuum really what hoover do you have oh a dice we have a cordless dice heavy the cordless dyson i use that for stairs but it's not good enough for like a big area it runs out after 20 minutes it does run out after 20 minutes and mark was really when we moved i was like please can, please can we buy it off the house account and he was like i think this is going to be a really shit purchase he uses it five times a day lily knows this because quite often when we're recording i have to shout and be like can you please stop hoovering? <laughs> because yeah. he hoovers like even if there's like a bit of flour on the surface he gets it out and hoovers it up um, so I, I would say hoovering is quite fun. And on a, on a wooden floor, you get so many dust bunnies. Maybe with a little Dyson. We have a big Dyson. It's too heavy to like slap around. <laughs> like I'm going to get a meal next time, just in case anyone cares. My mum has one and they're great. Um, do you know what I really like doing? What? Bottom of the wardrobe. Like I've got these black felt clothes hangers and I think they like shed a bit. So when I clear out my wardrobe, you get this like black stuff on the floor. And when you like wipe it, you know, it's like shoo, Oh, it's satisfying. I love that kind of clean, like a really satisfying, like a dust of like a shutter. Yeah, we pulled out our bed and then behind the bed and we were like, whoa. But then when you hoover it, oh, it's it's really satisfying. Yeah, so there you go. We hate most household chores, but we can agree that hoovering is not the worst. Yes, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Katie, uh, Katie asked, or just said, this was just a comment. Just a comment. I just want it on record that I've never in a million years thought about how my butt cheeks felt in jeans when wearing a thong. Now that's all I can think about and it's absolutely ruined my life. Thank you, Lily. (laughs) Told you. 
I told you, it's not just about how it feels up your bum. It's about the bare bum cheeks on your jeans in it rubs and it's not comfortable. But like tracksuit right, bottoms, fine. Yeah, I was going to say right now my butt is touching my tracksuit bottoms, but you're okay with that. I, oh, sorry, I just can't get you wearing a thong now, even though you were just chilling in your dressing gown. It's really? just like a Wednesday evening. It, what is it? Tuesday. What, what part of I do not own anything that isn't a thong? What if you're feeling <laughs> ill one day? You still I, wear a thong? Yes, because that's what I, <laughs> Unless I literally wanted to go commando. I, I Yeah. It's blown my mind. I can't believe it's just not a special occasion. Like I ordered some of their thongs. They're nice, but I wouldn't just like choose to wear one every day. Like it's so, I'm so aware of it. Like, like random talks throughout the day. I'm like, oh. Got wearing a thong, like I just no. We're back here again. I swear, oh. every podcast we end up back and like Lily being stresses like, me. What out. do you mean? Even if you're ill, me being like, I only, I only own. <laughs> I don't understand how you only own thongs. I need it on a t-shirt. Like I only own thongs. <laughs> just so Lily will finally understand. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then also, just a funny comment. This is not a question. Just a comment. We're going to end on this one. Gillian said. How do you feel about the new information, new information, that side parts, skinny jeans, and the laugh cry emoji have been deemed uncool by Gen Z? I'm a millennial and I'm very upset about this. And then she puts the the laughing, laughing, crying emoji. I will never get rid of my side part. Gen Z can just get in the bin. Sorry. Because they give us TikTok. You're cancelled. And it's and it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not over TikTok. I'm still not over TikTok. I'm with you, Jillian. You wear what you want. Who cares what Gen Z think? Also, not everyone looks as good with a side, like a middle part. <laughs> My face is not really symmetrical enough for it. Like I have to really be having like a very a very body confident. Well, you, you did it the other day. Sometimes I, like, I put it on and I'm like, this is my moment, like, I love it. And then some days I just wake up and I'm like, what the hell are you doing, girl? And I'm like, <laughs> back into a side part. Like, I like having the versatility, but I would say some days you just suit a side part more than you do a middle part, and that's okay. Explain the laugh cry emoji thing. So I don't understand. Is it, you're not meant to do laughy emoji. You're meant to do the crying one. No, so like the laughing crying emoji is not cool. And they love um just like the stream crying. No, no, if if I'm I mean, I am obviously like not cool and not Gen Z, but I think they like the skull. Cause I think For you're like what? Oh. laughing. Yeah, because I think you're like, oh my god, I'm dead. Skull. Oh, come on. Is this on. correct, guys? I'm probably doing this like all wrong and people are laughing and they're just like, oh Anna, that's not right either. That's not right either. But I think it's that you do the skull. I would I did have ever used a skull in my life. I've never, ever typed the skull emoji. No, because if I was to use the skull emoji, like, I would, I'd rather use the eyes looking up one that's kind of like... Rolling eyes. Or recently, I have found quite a lot of use for the like wrinkly mouth, kind of like... My mum uses that one every day. (laughs) It's fast. It's like going up the ranks of my emojis that I use. That kind of like, oh God. Yeah, the skull emoji is just for Halloween. Sorry. Yeah, I I don't even, I wouldn't even know where it was on the on the emoji keyboard. No, the only emoji that I type, you know how you can like type a word to find the emoji. Yes. Do you do that often? I don't. No. But I do it for mind blown. 
Oh my every God. time. You know what? Now every we're talking time. about this. Let's do our top line of emojis. Yes. Let's open up a WhatsApp to each other. Okay. So how do you know which are your most frequent ones? Is it top the top line? It really? might no, it can't be top line because my top line involves a pretzel. I think it's bottom. I think it's I think it's the left down. I think it's the down. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Okay, so mine's like the the heavily laughing emoji, like sideways laugh. Oh, the sideways laugh. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. My really first one. Eyes. My first one is the laugh cry emoji. <laughs> so I am an uncool millennial. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's my second one. The laugh just the standard laugh cry. Okay, my second one is is just red heart. I do oh, use wow. that quite a lot, red heart. Yeah, I see you comment on other people's Instagrams with that often. I'm yeah, like, just a heart. Simple. Just, yeah, simple but effective. Yeah. My th- my third one is heart eyes. Oh, <laughs> mine's quite similar. It's it's the kind of the like happy but with the hearts around the head. Oh, I never use that. I one. love that even one. in like, my. Oh. That's not in there at all. Yeah, but for me, it's because so many of my friends have had like babies recently. So when they <laughs> send me the photos of the babies, that's kind of my like general. You know, that's what I would use. I like, feel oh, like it's a bit insincere, that one. It's like, I'm going to pretend your baby's sweet, but I don't really think it is. <laughs> I don't mean it like that, I promise. I promise. My fourth one is like, uh, you know what I mean? Like whinge face, like turned down mouth and eyebrow, yes. eyebrows. Like I just look stressed about life. I don't use that. It's not even in my bit. Yes. Mine is hands up, the two hands like raising the roof. Oh, raising yeah, the roof wow. yeah, you're so up. positive mine's okay. that's in my second row okay. and then my last one god knows why this is in <laughs> what am i what am i so worried about but the last one is like like um what's that called like crossed fingers cross fingers, fingers, crossed. fingers, fingers crossed. crossed okay yeah i love that we both you? have a hand one in there uh my one is the one that i was talking about with the red cheeks it's like <laughs> oh <laughs> like crinkled <laughs> mouth like oh this is bad <laughs> do you know which one i use like that that's quite common is the like Tug out, yeah. <laughs> crazy eyes. Yeah, I love oh, that we wow. have on a podcast a very you know non visual <laughs> platform. We have just gone through an extremely visual top five. There you go. I mean, don't say we don't give you the content you want. Don't you This, this is what happens seriously. when we record at half seven at night. Yeah, not good. I wonder if Grey's asleep. I feel like I've been shouting. <laughs> Hopefully she is. Um, thanks for bearing with us, guys. Uh, luckily, this was, wasn't like a serious one this week. <laughs> I don't think we would have been able to stomach it. I don't think we really had to do it. But we did it, Lily. We did it. We did it. Well done. Virtual well done. high five. Virtual high five. Thank you guys so much for for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And please don't forget to rate and review us and subscribe. You know, if any new listeners that want to listen to our podcast, tell them it's great. Um, And don't forget to join us on the Facebook group, which is At Home With. Um, You can join in the conversation. You can send in questions and you can let us know. What did I want to know? A charity recommendation. Charity recommendation. There you go. You can find Lily online at Lily Pebbles and me at the Anna Edit on all social media channels. Oh, we normally do this the other way around. I'm reading it that you normally read. Thanks to our producer and editor, Joel Grove. And tune in next Thursday for a new episode. We will speak to you then. Bye. Bye.